Welcome back to the e-commerce Optic. My name is Andrew Chabera, and today we're going to be talking about feedback looping and how you can utilize this method to get some of the best conversion rate increases that I've ever seen. And this is a technique that we use every single day in Purple Fire to get amazing results. So let's just dive straight into it. It's pretty basic to set up, and a lot of you guys have perhaps seen it before but the execution and what you do with the data is really what separates good from great. So feedback looping is actually a technique where you scan and set up procedures on your website uh, to basically ask these potential customers why they're not buying your product. So you've seen this before probably in surveys, you know, they pop up and you see, you know, someone asking you to rate the experience on the website or something like that. But specifically for feedback looping, we're asking them in the critical moment why they're not buying our product or services. And it's really, really critical that you ask the question in, in the, at the right time because if you don't, people will just click it, uh, click it off and basically not give you an answer. So you can imagine if if you you know set this up and after five seconds you're asking hey why are you not buying like people haven't even made their decision yet so you need to wait for the proper uh, timing otherwise you're not going to get any results. The way you set this up is through a software. You can use Hotjar. You can use Mouseflow. I'm a pretty big fan of either of those services, and there's probably more out there. When you have that software installed, it's going to cost you like whatever, 100, 200 bucks. You will set it up uh, on your product pages, your cart potentially, but also your checkout. And the way it should display is really key here because you want to ask one simple question, which is what is stopping you from making a purchase today? And then you're gonna add in an open form answer so people can type in anything they want. That's because we wanna get straight to the, to the actual um, answer. We don't want to ask additional questions. We don't want them to commit too much. We just want them to say directly to us why they're not buying. And so once you set that up, like with the right questions, you need to set the right setting so it shows up at the right time. And that's very difficult on mobile because on mobile we don't have ex exit intent, you know, basically where you go straight up to the browser and, and start typing a new website or click the back button in your browser. So what we can do here is set this pop-up to show based on average duration on your product pages and your checkout. So if your average product duration, uh, product page duration uh, session time is whatever, 25 seconds, then you want it to show up at 25 seconds. And that's really, really important because we're not then showing it to people that wanna buy, but we're showing it to the people that are statistically likely to leave the page at that moment. You can also experiment with a few seconds before, a few seconds after. If you do a few seconds before, you're gonna, you know, basically get more answers, but you're also going to reach and 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 show up to people that will buy anyway. So it really defines on how aggressive you want to be. I like to be a little bit more aggressive, so I like to sh uh, make this pop up one or two seconds before the average duration, um, just because I get more answers and I like data. On desktop, you want to set it up for exit intent. So inside of Hotjar and Mouseflow, there's a button you can take and it says pop up based on exit intent. And I just explain how that works. A second thing you can do, which a lot of companies are not doing, 
uh, is in a second question after they fill out the first one is a yes or no question that says, would you like to be contacted uh, so that we can find a solution for your problem or for whatever is holding you back? That's actually interesting. If you do that, you're going to get uh, an ability to turn those no's into yeses. And you are going to ask for an email in this case, uh, which is amazing because you can actually contact them and you can fix a problem and they will buy it or become loyal customers. So no one is doing that right now, but your customer support should be um, basically reaching out to these people. So if it's like maybe they said that they were not clear about the return policy. Maybe you can reach out and talk to them about the return policy. So this is an optional second step in your survey uh, so that you can contact them and turn them into customers as well. So that's the second thing. Now, once we have all this set up, this is where most brands actually are not able to get any further because they have all this data, but no one is executing uh, ideas based on all this data you collect. And that's because you're going to get a thousand different answers and it's going to take a lot of time and you're basically um, not able to process the data. And you can process that, that data using two tools. You can use OpenAI, so ChatGPT, probably the paid version is best. That's what we use. And then use a second app for ChatGPT called Noticeable. And basically with those two things, you can then ask ChatGPT to analyze a file, like a, a CSV file. And then you can ask it, you can prompt it to read every single uh, answer and categorize those answers into the 10 top reasons why people are not buying. And then you're going to be able to see it will categorize every answer because it will read the sentiment in every one of them. So people have 200 different ways of saying something related to that the price is too high, then it will categorize it as price is too high as one of the obstacles, right? So basically, OpenAI and Noticeable uh, is what you will use here. We use that for our clients in order to take 100 hours of work, turn it into a couple of hours of work, which is really, really profound. And that allows you to get amazing results. We actually had a client where we did this. Um, it was an energy gum uh, DTC brand. And so on the product pages, we exposed thumbnails of uh, images, additional images of that product. So basically, instead of having the before version where it was just like little dots underneath the image, you couldn't really see the additional images unless you would scroll to the sign. In our version, we would expose thumbnails of all images in the gallery. But not just that, we changed the gallery to address the hesitations that people were having about the product. We did a video together with them that goes over those things. And also we did, uh, and this is a bit further, but we also did a post-purchase survey where we learned about what people love about the product. And so we added that in there as well. So now when people are browsing that gallery, they're gonna see all their hesitations addressed and all the top motivation for buying the product is kind of highlighted so that it really increases motivation. So that's how you should do feedback looping. You should set that up on your product pages. You should set it up on your checkout. You should use OpenAI and Noticeable to, to basically read the sentiment and come up with these pivot tables of the 10 top reasons why people are not buying the product. And if you want to go a step further, what you can also do is implement a post-purchase survey into your email marketing. So you're probably using Klaviyo or something similar. And in there, about three weeks after they bought the product, you want to send out a survey with additional questions related to 
you know, what they liked about the product, what they wish was better, what other competitors they considered, what made them almost not buy back when they were considering the product. All these kinds of questions are extremely valuable. And you can set up an automation in Klaviyo to run that report. Obviously give like a free coupon or something for free for them to fill it out just as a little sweetener. And you should aim for about one and a half percent of all your customers filling out that survey. So that's sort of the benchmark you should be going for. With all that information, you know, your continuous feedback looping on the website and your post-purchase um, survey after they bought the product, you'll have so much data and you have the AI now to scan and read all this stuff. If you don't know how to do it, obviously this is something we can do at Purple Fire for you because we do sort of like a monthly report with all the learnings and then also a pipeline of A-B tests we want to run based on that data. But it is something you can do yourself if you just you know spend some hours in setting this up, and it's extremely powerful. So if you found this useful, please do follow the podcast wherever you consume it. If you watch this on YouTube, please subscribe. It is extremely important for me to get this information out there. So hopefully uh, this was useful, and I'll be posting more of this soon.